This is Coach Lee, and I'm going to talk to you about how to use psychology to get your ex back. One of the first things that you must understand is that when you're in pain from being dumped, you will respond in basically what is a selfish way. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person at all. It's just that when we experience pain, we have some level of self-focus. So in the case of when someone breaks up with you, you will respond typically from pain, which is never a great source of logic and reason. And the other person, because most likely they have already discussed this with themselves. They've gone down the rabbit hole in their mind as far as do they want the breakup or not. They want to try to stay. And a lot of times they have even worked on it. They've planned another weekend. They've had another deep conversation with you or they've toughed it out and they have come to the conclusion that they want the breakup and they have been able to take some of the emotion out of it. It doesn't mean they've been able to take all of the emotion out of it, but at least they've been able to take some out of it simply because they've lived with it for longer than you have. And so they can seem cold and they can seem heartless, especially when you're hurting and you are responding to try to do something about that pain. You're feeling panic and your only mission is to alleviate that pain, which is to get this person back, to get them to see the light and want to stay with you. Now that can come across to them as selfish because it's as though you're saying, I know you want the breakup. I know you want to go on without me, but I don't want that. And so I'm going to try to make you stay. It doesn't feel that way to you. It doesn't feel like you're being selfish at all. It feels like you're responding with love and you are responding from a place of love, but you are also responding from a place of self-love, wanting to alleviate that pain. And so understanding that that is how it's going to come across to your ex. If you basically tell them, stay with me, stay in this relationship, even though you don't want to, because I want you to, to someone who wants the opposite, or at least thinks they do, that seems very self-centered and it basically makes them feel like they're being asked to do something they don't want to do. And I understand that hurts because you want this person to want to stay, to want you at the moment they don't. It doesn't mean that's how it's always going to be. We already know that their mind, their heart, they're not where you want them to be right now. That doesn't mean it will always be that way. There are things you can do, but at the moment it's as though you're speaking to a different person. And you will even reason with yourself. Try to figure this out. It doesn't make sense because they said they would always love me. They said they would never leave me. It's almost like a contract in your mind. How could they be saying this now? It doesn't make sense. You're dealing with another person because they have reached a point where they no longer feel that way. And love should not just be about feeling. It's commitment. It's a decision. And it's an understanding that there won't always be those fireworks. Your ex is not perfect in understanding that right now either, but that can be something that they learn and that can be very valuable going down the road. So in terms of using psychology, if this person does not want what you want, trying to talk them into it and trying to get them to do something that at least at the moment they don't want to do will not get you to where you want to be. The best case scenario is that they will give in because you are annoying them because they feel bad for you and because they want you to stop pestering them about it. And then what will usually happen is that two or three days later, they will break up with you again. And this time 
They will not listen. They will be cold. And it will be more difficult to reattract them because of that situation where they felt like you wanted them to accommodate what you wanted more than what they wanted. And so it will basically become an effort of resistance to you. They will become calloused towards you. And so it's basically diminishing returns. And that's not the way that you should go. So basically, if you want to use psychology to get your ex back, understanding that you can't treat this as though because you want this so bad, they should do it is a good first step. So basically, getting back together with you must come from them. It must feel to them like it's their idea, like they have come to this conclusion, like they've learned something. And that's the most powerful position and gives you the best chance of having a long-term relationship with this person when you get back together. Because a lot of people talk about getting back together with their ex and that it kind of fades or that it's not the same or that their ex just disappears. And a lot of the time that's because the ex does not feel like it came from them. They don't feel like they learned something inside that made them realize how valuable this was. None of us are perfect. And so sometimes people have to learn these things. And if you allow your ex to do that without influencing them, or at least not appearing that you are, that's when it can be most powerful. That's when even their response and their efforts to get back together with you can be most powerful. The next psychological tip I want to give you to get your ex back is that you must allow them to experience the consequences of the breakup. And that's a little bit different than you might expect. I do hear a lot that people want to reach out to their ex because they don't like the idea of their ex hurting. So, for example, sometimes people will even think, well, they broke up with me, but now they're not sure if I want them back or not, and I think it's hurt them. Should I let them know that I still want them back so that they don't hurt? And I get that comes from a place of having a good heart and feeling bad for this person. But at the same time, sometimes you have to allow people that you love to hurt from the actions of their own hands. And that's difficult. Parents have to do it all the time when their child does something and the child needs to learn from it. You serve the child best by letting them to learn so that it doesn't happen again, because in the real world, they won't have mommies and daddies always to fix their problems. And so now you have this adult, or at least this young adult, depending on your situation, who you love and who you don't want to hurt. But if you want to get back together with them, they must come to a negative conclusion. And by negative, I mean that the situation is a bad one and they want something else. So if they are to doubt the breakup, they must have some hurt. They must have some pain, some negative consequences. And it's difficult sometimes to allow that to happen, but you must let them reach rock bottom to where they miss you and they learn from this and they can actually be motivated enough to reach out to you because if it doesn't hurt badly enough, then they won't be motivated to do what it takes to get back with you, to risk rejection of reaching out to you, to maybe even feeling like an idiot because they think, well, I broke up with them and now I want them back. You have to let them reach a point where it hurts badly enough for them to make a change. And if you don't disappear and give them the breakup, which you do by disappearing, by not reaching out to them, not letting them know the details of your life. Sometimes people will say, well, I just, I tried to do no contact coach Lee, but I wanted them to know 
kind of what was going on with me and just share some of the details of my life just to keep them updated, which is one of the worst things you could do because intimacy is when you are familiar with the details of this person's life, the facts, the feelings, the events, the pain, the good, and that's when you become one with this person. If you don't have those, there's something to miss. And so if they're not getting the details of your day, what you're working on, how your family's doing, if you're happy, if you're sad, what you're experiencing, if they're not getting those details, there's something to be curious about. There's something for them to think about in terms of what is it that's going on that I don't know. And since they were used to knowing these things, it allows them to have that emptiness where intimacy used to be. And it can make them crave to have that intimacy with you again. And so it's very important. Let them experience the consequences of the breakup. Don't fix what they broke. It's their job to do it. And it's the way that you can get them back and keep them. If you fix it, if you stay there and let them know, hey, I'm just backup plan. If you ever change your mind, I'm here. I want you back. So you don't have any pressure. You can just do whatever you want. You can stay broken up with me as long as you want. If you ever change your mind, here I am. That's the worst thing you could do because it makes it easy. There's no reason to do anything about it because you're right there anyway. There's no risk of you moving on, being to a point where they could lose you and where the breakup actually has severe consequences. So you must let them experience it. Don't bail them out. Psychological tip number three, your ex must feel like they are on an island. And what I mean by that is that they are free to make their own decisions, that you aren't somehow trying to influence them, trying to show them how wonderful you are, trying to make them jealous, trying to do things that show how they should get back together with you. If they feel that you are doing that, that you're trying to manipulate them, it will feel like it's coming from you and that they're not free to make their own decisions. And they may even wonder if your influence is what caused them to want to get back together with you. And you don't want them questioning it any more than they will be. You want them questioning the breakup. You want them doubting the breakup, not the decision to get back together with you. So make sure there are no fingerprints. You will do some of these things that I tell you to do. A lot of these things are just mature responses when someone breaks up with you. They are things that a grown-up does when another person says, I don't want you in my life anymore. You don't try to force your way in where you're not invited, where you're not wanted. And so a lot of it is that. But even so, these strategies, you don't want your fingerprints everywhere. People will say, I told my ex I was going to go into no contact. Don't do that. I really thought that was obvious. But don't do that. You don't want your ex thinking that you're going into warfare psychologically with them. You want them to feel like you just disappeared and went your own way. And that means you don't talk about them to their friends or anyone who could possibly tell them that you're talking about them. And trust me, the people you trust the most who you think are your best friends, and they probably are. But if they hurt for you and they think they can help you, even if they can't, most people overestimate their ability to help you, but they will go talk to this person thinking they can talk them into getting back together with you because people don't have expertise in breakups. It's not something most people are familiar with. I've been doing this for 20 years. I have thousands of cases. So maybe consider what I'm saying, but your friends will think that they know best and that they can help you just by going and telling your ex how sad you are about the breakup. That will often ruin things. So be careful what you say. I suggest you don't talk about it to your friends, that you talk about it perhaps to a parent, your parent, who won't reach out to your ex because they have some experience in life about these things and because you make them swear blood oath if you have to. But 
don't talk to mutual friends especially. Your ex must feel that they are on an island free from your influence and that they come to this conclusion all by themselves. Psychological tip number four, your ex must assume that you accept the breakup. Means you're not fighting it, you're not trying to talk them out of it, that you respect their decision, and that you are just going to move on with your life, understanding this is what they want, and there's nothing that you want to do about it because you understand they don't want you and you're not going to chase after someone who doesn't want you. And that's very important because if your ex thinks you're holding out for them, then it gives them license. They don't have to feel any pressure to get back with you. They don't have to feel like they're losing you. They can go date other people if they want, knowing you'll just be waiting on them. So it's not a good thing if your ex feels that you don't accept the breakup. Now, let me put a caveat on that because at the breakup event, when your ex is breaking up with you, it's perfectly fine if you say, I think we're great together, we have a wonderful thing, and I disagree with the breakup. But after that, you must leave it to them because they are a free person. They have freedom of choice to make their own decisions. And they must feel that you believe that as well. It's very important. If someone feels pressured like they're being forced, if someone feels like you are working behind the scenes or waiting on them, then your attraction falls. The fifth psychological tip to get your ex back is an important one. And I want to take a second and encourage you to hit that subscribe button below so you can be notified when I have more videos like this. So when your ex breaks up with you, their attractiveness, that is how attractive they feel, skyrockets. Even if they're a great person and they don't want to see you hurt or they don't think that they're better than people and they feel like People should be equal partners and there shouldn't be one that's worshiped and one that's the worshiper. If they're a good person, they still feel this because they're putting you aside. They're basically saying there's something about you. Even if they say it's not you, it's me, or I just need to work on myself. They don't really believe that. They just don't. They think that they're more attractive than you in some way, that you're not attractive enough for them. And I'm not talking just physically. I'm talking usually it's emotionally because you probably already passed the eye test. That's what usually happens. A lot of people don't want to admit it, but the first thing that usually pulls us into someone is the physical attractiveness that they have in our eyes. And then the door is open to emotional attraction and intellectual attraction. But after a breakup, their attractiveness in their own mind goes so high that they feel like they are way above you. If you don't chase, if you just back away, it's the opposite of what they would think that you would do if they were this attractive. And so they think maybe I'm not as attractive as I thought because they're not chasing me. And if I was just that super attractive, they would be chasing me. That would make sense, but they're not. And so what happens is their sense of attractiveness, instead of being bloated and over the top, can find a sense of balance and they can raise yours back up to also a sense of balance because they artificially lowered it when they broke up with you. That's just how it works psychologically within the mind of your ex. And you want their sense of attractiveness to be balanced. I'm not saying you want them to feel ugly, but this bloated sense of how sexy and wonderful they are goes sky high when they break up with you. And by simply not chasing, by giving them the breakup and not making them feel that they are just being sought after and desired and lusted over by this person who they dumped has a sense has a way of letting them come back down to earth, which is where you are. And that's where you two can get back together. At least it gives you the best chance to do so. 
Thanks for subscribing. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.